right. <laughs> Wait, so a, a sensei saw him washing dishes and it looked like he'd be good at... He was good with his hands, Aikido. yeah, I guess... He, he was taking the sponge and going wax on, wax off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, sand the floor. Throwing the plates sand off. Sand the floor. Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wax on, wax off, wax on, wax off. Always in the so good. It's gold. Always in Wax on, wax off. I would like to order a uh, a president panda. <laughs> so good. You can make fun of that because it's not how Pat Mori had a really spoken. This is America. Gosh. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Oh my gosh. Look what I'm whipping now. Oh my gosh. This is America. Last for us. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Bathroom pranks. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Oh shit. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Oh shit. Oh my gosh. Under my area. My area. I got the strap. Hey. Pre-show apology. We were not live. Another loophole. The old Dewey laws. He got us down. Good to see your smiling face. As we write them as we go. We write them as we go. We set them up. We knock them down. Same brain, John. Let me get your dick on something. Slice this me. whole, this whole Chris Hardwick thing. Mm. Uh, okay, now I learned this from from you, as I do most of the news that I get. Uh, and Chris Hardwick, yeah, the host of I'm Talk, four hours Ed, ahead of you. Right, but you're you're still you're you're plugged into the I machine. I am plugged. I am plugged. You are plugged, like a bat. And uh, the Hardwick story that his ex-wife said that he was like years of uh, abuse from this guy. And Chris Hardwick, to me, has always been like a little too. I think you nailed the 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 you hit the the dick right on the head with this when you said like you were kind of a little. He didn't deserve rubbing elbows with the people he was. You know, he had these like famous guests on, and he was kind of like a smug, not really funny. Like just kind of a goofy guy that he was like the guy in class that you're like, like he has like friends that are cooler than him and you hang out with him to be with like cooler people, but he's like not really like someone you want to hang out one on one. Yeah, he's right. just kind of like an annoying little jumping man. And when yeah, I heard right. his wife was, you say was abusive, I was like, I kind of get it. He looks like a little, like a little shit in private. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That he is kind of like a short man syndrome, like. He would uh, he would be controlling of a woman to to make himself feel more manly, uh, right? But I just never yeah, right. understood. And as we're sitting here talking about it, I'm kind of realizing that the loophole that he actually found is that he I, I was I just never understood how this guy it was like anything Comic Con related. Chris Hardwick is like the Ryan Seacrest of all of it. Like right. The, the nerdist thing. Like there's so many good podcasts that are under that nerdist umbrella and YouTube channels. And he has this big network that I always felt like everyone taking selfies with him are like, why is this guy so com. famous again? Like, how did he get this gig? And all he did was do what a million YouTube channels do, but he did it on the actual network of the show, The Walking Dead. Because that right. job is the fucking easiest job in the world. There's a million people that do it on YouTube. There's a million people that do it after the show. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. He's like he's trying to be like a Ryan Seacrest, but at least Ryan Seacrest is a producer. What yeah, whatever you want to say about Ryan Seacrest. He hosted American Seacrest. Idol. Yeah, but I mean he, he did New Year's. Ryan Seacrest it was all over the place doing like Original his content. His hosting Chris... ability is is pretty much second to none. Secret. Oh my gosh. Right. Oh yeah. He's, he... he's oh flawless. no, he's great. I always thought he was great, and I always liked him. And I thought uh, Chris Hardwick is like 
okay, let's do Shark After Dark, his show on the Discovery Channel, which was boring. He talked about oh, the shark shows, which, like, he did this segment where he'd be, like, talking about Sharknado and stuff like that. Uh, like, another show where he just talks about a show, not, like, an actual show he's doing, like The Talking Dead. Hey, we just watch this. Let's talk about something I had nothing to do with. It's like, well, that's, that, that's what we're doing on the podcast tonight, like you said. So it's... It's just so funny. I don't, you know, I'm not knocking, like, I would do it in a second. If somebody's like, you want to host Talking Dead? I'd be like, oh, yeah. yes, sign me up. Of course. It's like a gig, but it's, he's just so smug, and I, and they hear that he's, like, abusive. I just kind of like, like, you, you kind of just hate him. I always felt like he had jobs we could do, uh, and, and oh, I yeah. had no ill right. will towards him, really. I felt like he was one of us. Maybe that's why oh, I my gosh. really mind him, because on Twitter, when this news broke, Dude, it was a hundred percent of the tweets about it were like, "Good, he, that scumbag deserves it." I hate what he <laughs> did to to the to make the white nerd man um, a minority. Oh my like gosh! Some someone got like, oh my gosh. so deep oh my gosh. and psychological. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And was like, oh my gosh! You know. Chris Hardwick oh uh white male minorities because they were nerds. Is that what they were saying on Twitter? Wow, man, that's really deep. <clears throat> that's why cares? I don't read like Twitter comments, you know, unless it's like, unless I'm tagged in it or something. I just won't because it's just, I, whenever I read Twitter comments, I don't know about you, but I'm like, why does this person have a Twitter account? Like, what relevance and validity do they have to like tweet? Like, no, like they're just trolls. Right, they're not respectable people who like tweets that were made by random people. Uh, a week ago about a cast member from the office who died and the co-worker tweeted out a rest in peace and I commented on it and oh, Mark yeah. Cuban liked it. By the way, that's bizarre. The weirdest Listeners, thing. while you're on Twitter, you can tweet us. Snap. No, school podcast. Yeah, John, so you tweeted something about the the office so, and a week later, the, the Mark Cuban liked it. I saw that. Like if, I, I checked it out. It, it's him. If anyone's seen the office, they know the character Hank. He's the security guard, the old black guy down oh, in like, yeah. the coffee shop. And the one time they bring him up as like a decision maker because the the office was split on if they needed a new printer or a, or a new copier or a new or new chairs. And he's like, all right, well, he sits on the chair. He looks at the copier. That copier is in really bad shape. But that chair is terrible. I could never sit in that all day. Hmm. Let me see the copier again. And Michael <laughs> Scott goes, "All right, get out of here. Just, 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 just yeah, go back downstairs. Just go back there. I know." So Jenna Fisher, who played Pam on The Office, tweeted out like, "Rest in peace," because he died about a week and a half ago. And I commented, "Can I see the chair again?" Right. Just you this know, that was yeah, the yeah. funniest scene the guy was in, in my opinion. And a week later, Mark Cuban likes it. And a week later, because that guy has millions trying. of followers, and is such a busy guy, and the hmm, not much lumbar support. Now, everyone, bear in mind once again that whatever Hank says goes. He is an impartial third party. On the one hand, this copier is very old. You should see some of the new copiers they have. You would not believe what they do. So the copier. Well, let me finish. All right. Yes. Now the chairs. The chairs are very weak, very weak chairs. I could not sit all day in this chair. Well, what should I do? Let me see the copier again. The fact right, that you saw it. that's pretty cool. You got to get him on the show. Oh, yes. get up. Yeah, the song Billie Jean is almost like three or four songs or three or four like hooks yeah. in, into one song. Oh yeah, that's what the podcast felt like. It felt like four uh, from from Tuesday. The podcast. Good call. It felt like four really great isolated segments stretched out over two hours. It felt like Billy Joel's scenes from an Italian restaurant. A bottle of red, a bottle of white, and then yeah, it goes into uh, whoa, whoa, oh, oh, oh. Oh, Brenda and Eddie were the popular steady and the film of 75. Yeah, it was, it was like four segments rolled into one joint. It was great. Like, I'm trying to think of other songs that are like that. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Stairway to Heaven. Dickway to Heaven. Um, <laughs> Blast for us! 
Uh, yeah, stairway. You just said that. No, Guns N' Roses or is uh, November Rain? Oh, or is yeah, that pretty much the, the same song all the way throughout? Well, no, it's like two songs in one because they go, they like change the tempo at the end of like an 8 8. Yeah, a lot of the, the Freebird is like the quintessential. Freebird's like three songs in one. They do like slow, fast, and then like blazing. Guns blazing. And even though it's an eight minute song, the song Hurricane by Bob Dylan is pretty much great song. song. I know, I love that song. Um, story of a and then Chris Hardwick got me thinking because now, uh, believe it or not, there's like a big hole in the world of entertainment geared towards people like us. Yeah, because was he Chris fired? Hardwick, Is he like let go of all I mean, his job? I mean, I if I look into my crystal ball, there's just <laughs> if no I look way. into my wand of Harry Potter land, there's no way yeah, that people are dropping him, Nerdist. and that sucks because Pete Holmes's uh-huh. podcast is on Nerdist. Yeah, Not yeah, he's great too. Be fine. Now Dude, that guy Pete Holmes, Nerdist. you have to work whatever connection you have to get him on our show. I think he is so, uh, just so great. He's so funny. He's great and such a nice guy. And yeah. I, I don't know. I love his show crashing. I can't wait I'll for season I'll tell you this three. about living in New York. There's all, there's all this culture and stuff, and there's this pressure to absorb it. But I'm telling you right now, I've decided something. I'm 29 years old, everybody, and I'm done pretending I like the museum. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm a grown man. Want to? People still, there's all this pressure. You want a museum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Museum? Yeah. Walk around? All day? Yeah. All day. Just meandering aimlessly, looking at stuff, being quiet, stuff I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Be quiet. Yeah. yeah. Um, a buddy of mine, uh, Zach Sherwin, who wrote writes the raps for the Epic Rap Battles of History, is friends with him. He's been on the Pete Holmes show when it was on TBS. He's oh, a good, yeah. he was going to be on this show and he was on tour or something, but I think it's slowed down now. No. So I want to get him on. But Zach is a friend of Pete's, and I'll, I'll see if maybe like. The yeah. two of them could come on. We'll pitch something funny or I something. Know. Yeah, right. That's the thing. We have to come up with like something. It's like got to be a good reason. Like for charity or something. Like charity. It's got to be like charity or something. The charity's more listeners to the podcast. We, <laughs> should, we, should, we should try to steal some like gimmick from his show because in season two, I think they do like a stand-up thing to raise money for a guy who has cancer. We'll just say that we're doing that for a podcast guest of ours. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's what we're doing. We really need you on the show. We need show. you to headline. We need you to headline. Who's the cancer guy? Oh, his name's Tom. You don't know a Tom. Uh, how do you know I'm lying to you? You're sweating. How Get out of here. How do you know here. that I don't know a Tom? Yeah, how do you know that? Tom is yeah, the there's go-to a big gap. guy. Right. Yeah, yeah right. Big gap. Never would have to oh, trust the masters of manipulation. Right. Never sweating. Right, so yeah, there's right. a big hole, and I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm like, you know what? It's the podcast world, this free entertainment world is so fucking cluttered with really, Ugh. really shitty uh, talent, but it's also cluttered with famous people. People who are already fucking famous have to clutter up this damn medium and <laughs> get in our way when Everybody our shows has... are better than theirs. Oh, it's so true. It's like my buddy Zach says, how can I find out if I have a podcast or not? Because he's making fun of like everybody has one. And we've talked about this on the show, but when you read these like threads and these Facebook groups about podcasting, people are like, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. Like, should I get a computer? It's like, dude, that's like saying I'm thinking about becoming a pilot. Should I buy an airplane? It's like, no, <laughs> fucking learn how to do it first and then just want to do it. It's so cluttered. Like, it's it's kind of a turnoff in a lot of ways. Somebody the other day said that, like, it takes oh, – God, of course the baby's awake. Hold on. I got to go. Uh, I'll take the reins. I got to go wake up, Heather. I'll be right back. Tweet us at the underscore – Podcastle and snap us at nerd.35. Tonight we're recapping on Chris Hardwick, the host of The Talking Dead, spinoff series of Shark Week. Clark, uh, Clark After Dark, I wish that was a show. Shark After Dark uh, was accused by his ex wife of being violently abusive. Uh, I don't know, violent, but abusive in this relationship for years. Uh, and we're talking about right now the cluttered feeling that the podcast entertainment world is having. Too many people on podcasts. Leave it to the pros. Leave it to the podcastle. That's what we're here to do. Uh, so we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Let us know. 
Uh, you can check out all of our merchandise at kingbandproductions.com. Pretty juicy. But I want to get into this Chris Hardwick thing because uh, John's got some interesting takes on it. And this kind of um, – I don't know if Chris Hardwick, Hardwick is big enough to be like another uh, movement setter like Me Too. But I would like that to happen, like a, like a domestic violence thing, like not me or something like that would be kind of cool. You know, not just sexual harassment, but like physical abuse, because that happens all the time. And it's a deep issue. And it's a serious problem. And the reason it doesn't happen a lot is because a lot of people are scared to come out. But there is hope out there. And there is help. Wow, we just got really deep. And he's back. Oh, my gosh. She's All right. Louise. Yeah. She's like, Louise. She like rolled over and like yelled and then went right back to sleep. But I was like, ah, the old fake wake and bake. I was like, it's too distracting for me to look at. The, the wake and fake. I love it. I got to wake up Heather. Well, she said, she was like, you can do your show. If she wakes up, I'll get her. Because she, oh, she was gone earlier tonight from like 5 to 9.30 and Hannah didn't sleep for one second. I was like oh, trying, yeah, right. trying. Yeah. La la loo. She just wouldn't. La la loo. Finally. Little baby. So. La la loo. All these famous people. Yeah. Doing podcasts. They suck. And yeah. they're getting in the way of people who don't already have. Oh my gosh. Their name out there and their, their art seen by millions. So, they're cluttering it up. And there's this show, and I can't believe I even subscribed to them, but I had to because I have to hear what it's like. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin has a damn podcast. Called I like heard Bunny that. Bunny Ears. Yeah, is it any good? Is it just him like in his room talking? First it can't all. be like prof- professionally producing like a, a, a radio station. It has to be him like at home. Oh, like an eye, you know, like an eye, iPad or something. Bunny ears. Bunny, yeah. Tim He's so weird. Dude. First episode I listened to was the 420 episode, and they both are smoking during the show, and they tell stories about what weed was like growing up in their homes. But the thing is, you can't tell who's who. They both sound exactly the same. It's Rory Culkin too from. Uh... No, it's Macaulay. And some other... Oh, it's some not... I yeah, don't know. But they sound the same. Yeah. So I think we should start some sort of war with them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Watch their shows, pull their audio, and make fun of it on our show because it, they're bad and they're in our way. Because yeah, let's do it. Home Alone. You hear that, Macaulay? You just launched War with the Podcastle. Yeah. This is my house. I have to defend it. We have a fucking castle. And we got cannons pointed right at your dick. And that's how it's going down. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm a big fan of Macaulay Culkin. I mean, his work oh, is a big part of my childhood, but you're now you're in my way. So I'll watch Home Alone every Christmas, but the movie Home Alone never stood in my way when I'm trying to get laid. You're doing that now. What? What? Imagine using the podcast to get laid. We were like single. I would totally use that angle. Hey, what do you do? I'm a radio host. What's it called? I light up a smoke. It's called the podcast. Take your pants off. What? The weirdest thing is, I never thought in a million years that, no, that having a radio job would, you know, lend itself to easy juices. Right. Right. And it did. And it was when I didn't even see it coming. I was like, oh, "Oh, really? That's dope. Afterwards, I'm like, well, I guess I'm on the radio. Yeah, you look a celebrity. Nine hours a week. It's awesome, though. It works. Yeah, I'm on the radio. It definitely works. People love that, especially when you're like, you, you go back. Even even if I go back to visit like parents in Shelfont, at least for the first few years I came back, people be like, "Hey, Clark, what are you up to these days?" Oh, I'm in LA doing my thing. Like, oh wow, LA. You see any famous people? I'm like, all the time. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, because the people that never leave these small towns, you're like an idol to them because they don't know. Oh, like, wow. Oh, wow. That's definitely you too. Something. I'm sure. Yeah, that's definitely like, something I have to wow. I have to like mentally adjust to. Like in July when I go to the Jersey Shore. I have to like oh, the annual But everybody's up there and they they see like this much. Right, yeah, they see it's so much smaller. 
wonder why. I guess because everyone has been there forever. Every generation has been there since they were born. Where you and I are, it's people coming in at all times during oh, their life. Yeah. It's all yeah. walks of life. It's yeah. interesting, too, when you go back and you, you kind of remember that because some things might come up. Like, I just make an example, like Trump or something like that. Or, oh. like, oh, the. Wait, so what's up with these transgender stuff? And you're like, wow, you guys are really in a closed, yes. like, cage here. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, looking back on it now, I remember when Caitlyn Jenner won the, like, Hero SB Award, you know. And oh, yeah. The year before it was Stuart Scott. And I remember my brother's yeah, wife right. was so mad about it. Like, oh, it doesn't make any sense. Why did she <laughs> get that award? I'm like, since when has this award meant anything to anybody? It does. Yeah, right. Like, I'm not going to be a dick, but they gave it to Stuart Scott because he was, like, on the deathbed. <laughs> yeah. It, and who cares, anyway, about the ESPYs? Right. Like, it's... Like, it's fun to watch, but it's not yeah. like, you know, he won the Nobel Peace Prize. And if it encourages trans people not to yeah, be right. scared, then who who cares? Oh, right. shit. Yeah, it's like closed-minded things like that that you're like, oh, oh yeah, gosh. you're in shelf. And I'm not knocking shelf on. It's a lovely place to raise a family. It's a safe beautiful town good people but in any town in america right when you're in this small like closed gap and you come you know they don't realize you know what i mean and you're kind of like oh and it's funny when you see friends like that too that are like they kind of know they're in a gap like i need to get the fuck out of here you're like yeah you do oh wow and you know what you uh you know what you do when you don't like leave all you do is pass around the same information over Oh yeah, you're like little. You're like in a mail. You're like a Westworld host. Right. Yeah. Same thing over and over again. I could go back home and visit a bar, and it would be the same conversation the year before. You know, it's like Ched just puke. Let's do another shot. Remember the time you got drunk? Let's pull down your pants. Let's drive home. Let's have a cig. Let's go to bed. I've been doing this for eight years. It's like people do the same thing every year, and when you see them, they tell the same stories. But they really just no. Nothing different happened. No. It's all the same it's, people. They just like isolate all the best little pieces of that same story that they go through yeah. every year. Let's say China. 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 I have to have my China. China. The storyline. Yeah. China. It's like Tony Soprano said. Remember when is the lowest form of, of, of conversation, the poly walnuts, which I think it's fun once in a while. Like funny remember when's are great. But if it's like every time you see the same person, like remember the time you did the woman at, at Poco's? And I'm like, yeah. Remember yeah. when we did something that's obviously better than what we're doing now? <laughs> it's like what you said about the guy that you like the relative or friend of a friend, or whatever that you see. Usually and every time you see them they bring up the same one commonality you guys have like like you could meet a guy when you're like 18 and it was like a cousin's boyfriend that loves the Red Sox and they beat the Phillies that day and like 8 years later he's like remember that Red Sox Phillies game it's like not really because they've had 8,365 games since but yeah I guess that happened once you know what I mean I know what you mean. It's almost like you have this one moment <laughs> with someone and you stay in touch with them over social media, which isn't really a relationship. Um, right. And in your head, you like develop the friendship. And so then when you see them again, they're still talking about the original thing that like, made your friendship. You're like, no, I don't want to get into this anymore. This isn't funny anymore. Remember the time you fisted my girlfriend in middle school when I gave it to her? That's terrible. That's not even funny. It's not even funny. Oh my gosh. It's high school. High school. It's high school. <laughs> but yeah, it's so funny. By the way, I got to commend you, man. The editing job in the last show is is tremendous. The last few sh- – all the shows you edit are tremendous. But I've been listening to the last – I guess I would say oh like last gosh. eight. Oh, the shit. The one with Bob, the one with this. The yeah, nerds. right. I guess Tangible. April 15th I've been on oh the my gosh. Like listening to the last oh, eight shit. shows. They're just no. so good. They're so good. I, uh, I know. Um, this is America. It's only because – 
I really do it as if I'm doing another show. show last night well yeah now i have to like put it all together yes and it takes like, like two that's like hours. A, it's a bigger process because you're like listening again and adding things in and i have to be like very actively listening and i have to kind of remember okay where does this conversation lead to because yeah. a lot of the time i'm playing really. catch up and editing live i admire like your fred, your high catch up no yeah i was gonna i was just gonna say fred literally i admire your hunts he's my inspiration he is the greatest. I watched Stern the other day on, uh, or two nights ago on Letterman. I saw that that show. You watched that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just dumb. Wasn't like the. I'm gonna fuck you like a wild lamb when I want this. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I don't think so. Winner, winner, sheen dinner. Let everything hang out. Joe. <laughs> well, hello there. Idiot. My pussy is like a machine. Woo! I love cats. Huh? Huh? Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock. Hello, you who? Bullshit, man. Fuck everyone. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock. Hello, you who? Huh? Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock. Hello, you who? Huh? Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock. Hello, you who? wasn't what I expected. I expected a little bit more. He was kind of being silly. Yeah, and it was funny when Letterman would be like Howard, you know, when Howard was kind of like rambling. That was the best part. He's like, Howard, please. Right. Howard, please. I'm begging you. When Stern would face the crowd and be like, we're having fun, right? Or, or like constantly yeah. talking about the beard. Like, it just felt like there was wasted filler time during an interview right. with two of the best. He didn't want to be there. Did you see the bonus one with Jerry? I watched the Jerry one, too. You're David yeah. Letterman, you idiot. Did you, did you see Jerry Seinfeld on Between Two Ferns? Dude, I watched that today. It was so good. Where he's just like, uh, yeah, so uh, Zach Elvinak is like, so Seinfeld was a good springboard for whites. Um, Jerry Seinfeld. So you ever a comedian that was big during the Counting Crows when they were big? It should be called the Counting Crows Feet now. And, he, and, I, and I really liked how Jerry played it off, too. He right. took it. Like, he wasn't like a dick like he can be. He was right. like, he that was a good show. Looking forward to it. And he's like, yeah, you know, everyone had good careers. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is like, you know, Julie Louis-Dreyfus does no, Veep. He goes, Elaine, Kramer Elaine is in Veep. Is in Veep, and Kramer did that great stand-up special one time. <laughs> it was really good. Dude, I watched it today. It was six minutes. Cardi B comes on, who I still she don't comes, know who that is, and Jerry gets out yeah, of his seat. Yeah, she's like she's like an overnight flash in the pan. Jerry gets out of his seat so she can sit down and sits on like a speaker, like a small little like, you know. He, right. He's like pushed down. Zach's like, pushed down. move down. My favorite one, yeah, move down. By the way, Cardi B is one of those flash in the pans that like that just shows you how quick social media works. She, she came up with a song like two weeks ago. And now she's like super famous. I know she was co-hosting with Fallon because his ratings are so shitty. Yeah, they are down. I read that. Because of Colbert, man. It's all about Col- Trump. It's all about it's Colbert. Gotta do Trump jokes, and Jimmy does them, so he's doing all right. Jimmy Kimmel. So yeah. He's doing that, but uh, Colbert, it's his whole show. But yeah, Kimmel, right? Well, Kimmel's been more of like. He's more of like the heartstrings guy kind of guy lately. Mm-hmm. He's not so much like fuck you. He's more like let's do something good. Right. You know. I think he's having like a midlife crisis kind of thing. He's trying to like you know, which is good. I, I like him a lot. I'm a big fan. Me too. But the the between two ferns. Just a real quick. Have you ever seen the one with Conan O'Brien on there? Maybe, but dude, I've seen a lot of them, and they're all just so like they're geniusly written. Like I'm so I get like jealous. I get like what yeah, am, you're like, what am I doing? This is so much more intelligent than anything I can come up with. It's so good, <sighs> and the Conan one's a couple years old. It's maybe like four years old, but uh, Conan's coming on the show, and Andy is sitting there with Zach Galifianakis, oh. and he comes in, and Conan's like, "Hey, Zach, nice to see you." And he looks over, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I, I didn't know you'd be here." And Andy, all straight face, is like, "You don't know me." You know, he's all like grumpy. He's like, you don't own me because he's not in the show. He's like, <laughs> it's just so brilliant. He's like, and he just sits there the whole time like, you're not my boss here. I'm not working for you. 
and it, and Conan's like, oh, you know, for, oh, yeah. so like, you know, but it, he's playing like a disgruntled coworker, like you don't know me. The guest usually has to like play along, but like Andy did like a, he was like a different role. He just like defied everything. That yeah, it's like you're not, you're not. Uh, welcome to another episode of Between Two Ferns. I'm your host Zach Galifianakis, and I'd like to welcome my guest Conan O'Brien. Zach, good to see you. How are you? All right. I didn't. I I didn't know you were here. You don't own me. All right. How are you? Good to see you, Zach. Hey, uh, uh, congratulations on the new role. I understand that uh, you're playing Papa Smurf. Yeah, I'm not here Papa for you. Movie. It was just fun. But that is a one, show, though. Maybe there was one, it was like Brad Pitt or somebody that I don't think was a it's, comedian, and it was unbelievable. Maybe Obama. Obama's was great. He was on there, and Zach's like, so what's it like to be the last African-American president? And Obama's like, what's it like to be the last time you ever talked to a president? And then he, he was on the show to plug the Affordable uh, Care Act. So he's like, speaking of websites, I'd like to talk about the Affordable Care Act. And Zach is like, all right, here we go. You know what, Zach? What do you got to It's no problem. I, I mean, I have to say, when I, when I heard that like, people actually watch this show, I was, I was actually pretty surprised. Hi. Welcome to another edition of Between Two Ferns. Get I'm it out of the way. Zach. Let's do it. And he's like, so what, why would your wife marry a nerd? And he's like, uh, look at my wife. She would never marry a nerd. And he's like, well, why don't I ask her? He's like, no, I'm not letting you anywhere near her. You're not getting anywhere close, to the first lady. It's just, but Obama is so first good lady. there. He's like, he's like in a sketch playing along. Like he's so good. Yeah, he. That's why I thought his interview with Letterman was like, I'm like, holy shit, he needs to like have a show. Like Obama's so natural. On he the does camera. now. Obama just signed a deal with Netflix, Netflix. to do content. It's not going right. to be so much a show with him, but he will be in appearances. Right. Because if he's if you look at a, right, he's running it. If you look at his presidency, he was in L.A. like more than any other president. He was here, I remember on the campaign trail, he was here like every other week doing a fundraiser at Clooney's house. Roads were shut down. The guy was on Leno. Uh, oh, yeah. Although he was on oh, there, yeah, he, was, yeah, yeah. he was on late night like like 12 times a during lot. his presidency. Yeah. Cool so he's like a big Hollywood guy. So I think he, you're going to see cool like... he's cool and everyone likes him. Yeah, he's so why not? natural on the camera. And now he's getting paid millions of dollars in addition to not ever having to do anything again to like do Hollywood stuff like good for him I remember when they announced that news my dad posted on Facebook that he may cancel his Netflix account I saw funny thing is his Netflix account is my Netflix account so <laughs> I may just change my <laughs> password out of nowhere I that sarsaparilla and slapped it down with some frill isn't that hilarious though oh my gosh I love that canceling my I love when people say that too ignorant. not just like not singling out Mr. Hassinger but people are like I might cancel it, this because of that. It's like they don't really care about your eleven dollars a month. They have like enough people that will oh God, buy it yeah, because man. of this. That go ahead, cancel it. We we like, Yeah, right. They're worth like eighty billion or something. And people are saying, and I made this prediction, and now I'm gonna backtrack on it. No, none of the competitors are gonna dethrone Netflix because of what Disney's gonna do. Disney's basically gonna cripple all the other. Uh, oh yeah, like apps that are like Netflix, and because Netflix oh, yeah. kind of started it, they will be able to exist. With oh yeah, Disney yeah, tycoon. right. They'll they'll stay up there, oh, but gosh. Disney will crush all of them. When you yeah, have Star Wars, all of the Disney movies, all of the, all the Disney Marvel companies stuff. that they own, all of the Marvel, oh, all of shit. the uh, Pixar. I mean, all the cartoons. That's all you need. By the way, did you see the trailer for the new Dumbo? What's your thoughts? You got to take the kid. Colin Farrell's in it. It's about elephants. Oh, it's there's no be way great. I'm going to see that movie. Not, not for like five or six years. I can't. Dumbo, man, I love Dumbo. Like he's one of my favorites. But yeah. I, I get a lump in my throat when I think about him. Cause he's because he's of cute little big eared beaten elephant and like yes it's oh, very no, sad it's just too sad for me oh it is sad i watched the movie maybe once a day as a kid it was it was the, it's the shortest animated disney film ever it's like an hour long it has elephants in it it's perfect for the adhd child that loves yes. animals he can fly but later on in life if you watch it again which i did it's very sad because you're like the abuse in this movie yeah right yeah you're like Oh God! And like elephants, you know, being older, I know how smart they are and how like upset so they can sad. get. 
you You're know, a good band. they're like sad. They can get sad. They like cry. It's very sad. And I don't like, I don't want to watch. I mean, I'll watch it, but not for like five yeah. years when like Hannah yeah. can understand it. What's, yeah, understand what's going on. And I'm like, Joseph 40. Gordon Levitt always cries when he, when he watches that scene. They, he was on Conan and they played the scene with the mother hugging yeah, right. the elephant through the cage and he started crying. And he's like, I always cry. Love him. Is there a scene that you always cry at in a movie? Or, or a part yeah. of a song that you always cry at? Uh, yeah, yes. Like yes, close. of both. Yeah, we're going to get really d- dick deep here. Uh, the scene in Forrest Gump when he's at the grave and he says, and every night we read a book and OJ is so smart. You'd be so proud. Gets me every time. Tears. My eyes get very itchy during that scene. Oh, me, too. me too. And the one right before it when she tells him it's his kid and he goes, is... You know, and he, he's putting his hands on his hips. You know, he stands oh, like... Oh, you're he, breaking my dick. Is he smart? Is he, I mean, is he... Is, is he smart or is he... Yes, he's, he's one the smartest, smartest in his class. And I, like, run through a brick wall. I'm like, yeah! Oh, my God. <laughs> you too, Forrest Gump, it gets you? That's no, my favorite movie of all time, Forrest Oh, Gump. really? I didn't know that. See, it's a great flick. That scene, though, is so... Is, is he smart or is he... That scene is extra sad, an extra layer of sadness because he's self-aware... Mm-hmm. That he's not smart. Right. He knows there's something wrong with him, and he is hoping his son is not like Didn't that. You're like, like dumb gene. He uh, that's so sad. <sighs> and then what about a song? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, when he says, "Mama, sometimes wish I'd never been born at all." To think about Freddie Mercury dying of AIDS and going through that and wishing he was never born at all in that song. It's just so sad to me. So sad. I I always, I always took that song as if he was singing it as somebody else. Like it wasn't him going, "Mama just killed a man." You know, like he was somebody else. He was playing something. It was probably a mix. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. By the way, that new movie looks dope. The uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. What's the guy's name? Rami Malek that plays. Freddie Mercury, Rami Malek, Rami Malek. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but yeah, Mr. he's Robot. really good. He was a comedian in L.A. before he really blew up too. I actually what was like friends with him on Facebook or had friends with him. He was like in all these shows when I first moved out here, and then he just blew up like quickly. He's like one of those guys that took off, and he's like a really good actor. Oh, he's crazy good. Like that he's show, Mr. Robot. He yes. gave Christian yes. Slater. After several failed attempts at ne- network television, that Rami Malek gave Christian Slater a second back. career. That's so true. Cuffs, was, Cuffs DVD rentals weren't bringing in the dough. Dude, there I beer. swear, over the last 10 years, there have been three to four uh, Christian Slater attempts at, at him being the star of a network <laughs> show. He needs and to give it up. they all flopped. Oh, my gosh. And then this one hit. He's trying to do like kid. the... Tr- Exactly. He was trying to do like the Charlie Sheen thing for a while where Charlie Sheen wasn't doing these big blockbuster movies anymore. And then he did the West Wing and then he did Two and a Half Men and like he made it again. But for like right. a couple of years, he did like some really shitty movies that just weren't going anywhere. Yeah, he did kind of like fizzle after like Hot Shots Part yeah. Part yeah. War. It's fantastic. You know, I'm he's really tremendous excited. in that movie. Mr. Bean. He's like a prisoner. Was he in there? Like, I forget. He's like, it's like a real short part. And the guy, he carries him out and he's like, well, he's like behind bars and they unlock the cage and he's like, come on, let's go. And he's like, I can't. They've tied my shoelaces together. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Sheen's like, oh, a knot. Get on my shoulder. And Rowan acts. And they're like running outside and there's like a water fountain randomly in this like jail. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Mr. Yeah. Bean's like, oh, oh, can you stop so I can get a drink? And he, like, leans back, and, and Charlie Sheen's got him on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. And he's like, a, a bit lower, please. A bit lower. That, that is a great scene. <laughs> it's not very War. It's fantastic. Not Charlie cool. Sheen's still, like, leaning, holding <laughs> <laughs> that is I a great flick. Movie. I gotta watch that again. Great. Um, that is, but yeah, movie. he didn't do anything. Geronimo! Me! Me! So good. 
Go ahead. Shoot. You'll get nothing from me. You are filth. I spit in the face of filth. Dexter, come to get you out of here. You're American. Yes, from America. Let's go. My friend, I yearn for freedom as much as anyone, but I run from no man. You've got to come with me. I can't walk. They, they've tied my shoelaces together. I'm not. <laughs> I love when he's like, the uh, eagle has landed. The <laughs> vulture is circling the carcass. The vulture is circling. And the guy's like, vulture? I, I see a couple gulls. I'm not really sure where you're seeing a vulture. <laughs> I see a couple gulls. A couple of gulls. The vulture is circling the carcass. And then he was the highest paid person in network television, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, and he's going to come back, I think. It's the right time. With Roseanne coming back, you got to give Charlie Sheen a chance to come back. Full house. I mean, really. Yeah, oh, full yeah. house. And Charlie Sheen I mean, kind of like, he kicked himself off. Remember, like, he went on the radio and, like, bashed the producer and bashed, like, the his boss. Yeah, he, he no was choice. trying to get fired. Right. He was going off the deep end. Self-sabotage. And if you're on all these drugs and you're paying people millions of dollars to keep you know, AIDS hush money and all that. Like you're, you're going to have some problems, you know, AIDS hush money. Oh. That's I'm by winning. I win here and I win there. Now what? Your anger and your hate, I think is coming off as erratic to people. Passion, my passion. It's all okay, passion. Your passion yes. is coming off as erratic. Right. To people. Well, you borrow my brain for five seconds and just be like, dude, can't handle it. Unplug this bastard. Yeah, because it just it fires in a way that is, um, I don't know, maybe not from this particular uh, terrestrial uh, realm. Like I'm bipolar. Aren't... No, he just has HIV. He's he does have HIV. <laughs> but but he's he's has a lot of money. Oh my gosh. Medicine. I mean. HIV is not a big deal anymore. You can yeah, get right. treatable medicine for it. AIDS is a different story. But HIV is very treatable. Like, look at Magic Johnson, you know? Oh, yeah, I know. HIV for magic is like saying Crohn's disease. It's like, oh, yeah, you can live forever with that. Right. But AIDS, yeah, you can. AIDS it just, like, turns your, your red blood it's just your cells, cells off and you just, like, don't heal and you just die. Yeah, you need to get in Quick. touch with the Trin Trinity Healthcare System and get some paid nurses in the house to take care of you is what you need to do. If, if they were still a company. They're yeah, they're not Travel anymore. What's, the, what's the name of the... No. Oh, yeah, Travel Nurse Across America. T-N-A-M. 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 Huh. T-N-A-M. Um, if you want to... If you want to just break. roll into sports with John, I yeah, yeah, let's do interest. Sports with John, 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 John. Sports with John, sports with John, sports with John, sports with John. Sports with John. Sports with John. John, 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 John. Sports with John, sports with John. John, 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 John. John, 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 John. Sports with John, sports with John. Ooh, I admire that uh, that tapioca with a little bit of cinnamon on top. Maybe a little hard on going on because the girl across from you is not related to you. She's pretty hot. The 118th U.S. Open Championship started Thursday uh, in Shinnecock Hills Golf Club. Ooh, uh, Do you think Biscardi is going to go to that? Didn't he say he had? Yes. Yes, he's going to. Or he's going to give the tickets to his wife. And say you go and help yourself, which is what a gentleman does to their significant other. Hey, I got great tickets to an event. I like to go. Take yourself. It's the classic move. Class I want you you to take your girlfriend. You guys go have fun. You know, you you we've been doing a lot, you go out of the house and go. Oh my gosh. I am like I, I light bulb just went off. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm just yep. gonna start doing Me too. That. Hey, listen, I was gonna go. Uh, get my car washed today, but instead you go get it washed and enjoy yourself. You take care I was of it. gonna go uh, see the latest Cameron Diaz rom com. I have two tickets here to <laughs> pick, but I can't make it. So you go with a friend. You, you go with 
Hey, I have two front row tickets to the Ariana Grande concert, but I got these numbers to crunch, so it's going to be about a two-hour drive, four-hour concert, and three hours coming back. You just go for the day and relax. I'll take care of the kid. Mm. A loophole. That's what I have to do tomorrow. Heather's going to get her eyebrows done, so I'll be hanging out with the baby as the gutters oh, nice. are installed. We have to install gutters. Oh, sweet. Yeah, you got to watch out for those winds. Heather's getting her eyebrows done, though. Mr. Eyebrows, located at 210 Federal Highway in Boynton Beach. Check them out today at www.mrebrows.com. What are the uh, gutters going to do against the wind? Yeah, I know. They're going to rattle. No, Why so, gutters, though? So the runoff doesn't go into your so siding? Listen to this malarkey. When yeah. this neighborhood was born, uh, you, oh my gosh. they required you to have gutters facing the street. Was born. So the front and okay. side of my house have gutters, but the back and the other side don't. So when it rains, dude, and it has been raining here for two and a half months straight, ah! it just falls right off and goes right to the side of my house. The gutter guy oh, was like, shit. yeah, you need to put gutters up or like your house is going to sink into like oh, a balloon. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you have to get these for the runoff because it's going to be Yeah. Oh, shit. Did the, did the, do the gutters that you have now, they're in the front, but then you have to get them now the three other sides? Two sides. So in the front I, the I'm on the corner. I'm on a corner. So two sides of my house face, face the road. So they, okay. they right. have gutters. Yeah, you're on paper dick. So right. you have is – that, is that a big process to do that? <laughs> is, it like, is it like a four-hour job or is that like a two-hour job? No. Or is it, you know, hey, we're going to be staying for dinner. Jake got his foot caught up there and lost it. I hope you have ham. I almost want to like just take Hannah to the beach for the first time so she can, oh, yeah. she can put her toes in the Florida oh, ocean first. A little baby. And... I'm talking about... <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, no, that's it. By the way, not to cut off sport. No idea how long it takes to put up gutter. I'd be curious about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I just did a fine. You know, pick it up, and I just relinquished myself. And no, no, you can, you can find for oh me. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes, of course. Because I didn't catch it. Dewey Law. Dewey Why Law. Don't I, yes. Dewey the Dewey Law Laws, too. by the way, are the if you, listeners, if you're not familiar with the Dewey Laws, it's a little refreshing. A Dewey, which is our common classic catchphrase. <laughs> is what we use for the bylaws. By the way, quick story, and then I'm going to shut up at Sports of John. This is really funny. I was on a call today and uh, for work, and I had to call a software company about a query, which is something you, you do to like run numbers for certain information in a database. Mm-hmm. So I called, and I said, I have a quick question yeah, about right. a query. The girl says, okay. And I go, oh, that's a little bit of alliteration. And she goes, oh, yeah, quick question for a query. The next two minutes, I used every word that I could with cues, and she did not pick up on it. I said, okay, so the question that I'm quintessentially quandering here is the quarantine people in this quest to find these are, I mean, it's just, it's like a quiz to me. And and she's like, yeah, it's a tough query. I go, it, it, it quite is, quite. quite. And I, I was doing this for two minutes of cues, and, and there, there was no queer. picking up on this. Like, And I used queer. I was like, it is queer, isn't it? And she was like, yeah, I can see what I can do to help. And I'm like, because quite frankly, you know, oh, lunch is here. It's it's Quiznos. Even I feel like business. Queen, and another one bites the dust. With it was every, yeah, it was everything. This person did not pick up on it. I was like, okay, I'm just an asshole here talking like cues to myself, mind your p's and cues. But anyway, uh, but salespeople are funny, like or customer service people. I always try to like get on their good side, and I'm like, hey, you're getting out of there soon, right? Let's fix this problem now. Give you a good rate. You know, I, I hate to. I'm always nice to to these. these I folks. um, <clears throat> I've noticed that IT guys always, uh, overexplain. Um, yes. They they want you to know how fucking monotonous it is what they're doing to try to help you and fix something, and I get it because it is. I think it is. It's got to be tenuous, just like coding and whatever the fuck, clicking, Watching and adjusting wall, settings, wall and changing right. addresses and emails and whatever the hell they do. But I noticed that right. today. I was like, man, all you have to do is say we're working on the bugs. That's all you got to do. They want to explain to you. 
So I rerouted your modem, but when I moved in there, the database, so I had to quarantine that, and it's like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Whenever I talk to a tech guy, I always let them know on that I'm tech savvy too, and that they're smarter than me, and I'm going to trust what they say, because I, I feel bad for those guys when they get some like angry woman on the phone that's like, just fix it, just fix it, it's broken. I'm like, hey, I did this, this, and this, so your job's a little bit easier, because I did try these eight steps that you probably would have done. And I'm really lost here, so then I called you. Oh, well, then it's probably this. And they usually appreciate that. And it's usually <clears throat> something they did. Right. Oh, well, we didn't do that. We typed in the email. To screw it up. <clears throat> By the way, um, you said you're having guys over tomorrow to fix the gutters or install the gutters. Mm -hmm. You ever have that gray area in between, between uh, folks working in your house of, like, they're a contract worker doing a job there, and then you're getting chummy with them, and you got to, like, draw the line. It's like, hey, you want a drink? Hey, you want a beer or you so, want a water? So, and then they get too comfortable. They're talking about their kids. And you're like, nah, I need you to go back to work. I'm just trying to be nice. So uh, today a guy was in Hannah's room from what? 9.30 till like 2, putting in her like closet. She, we had to like put shelving in and, you know, redecorate the closet. For yeah. Chick. And, uh, Heather left by the, before he was done, and I was there working, and my office is right across the hall. And after 12 o'clock on a Friday, I have a lit bowl on my desk pretty much until the day is over. Yeah. Just so I can get to the end of the day. Smoke weed every day. So he, like, I told him earlier, I'm like, knock on my door, let me know when you're done. Uh, right. Just so I can mm -hmm. pay you. So he does, and I come in, and I look at it, and I say, here you go. Here's the money. And I'm like, yeah, man, it looks good. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, that, that means a lot coming from a guy like you. I was like. What does that mean? Yeah, I'm sure he could smell my weed. I mean, this guy put in shelving in a closet. He's a construction yeah, no, guy. He smokes weed. I was really close to asking him, and then he kind of, before I knew it, he was gone. So I was like, whatever. Uh, but then, yesterday, our microwave just broke. Just took a shit. Oh and, no! But it's oh like it's like nine years old. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So, so we have like this warranty where, if it's within reason, uh, these maintenance guys will come out and fix it for free. Oh, good like deal! A, it's like a monthly service that we pay like twenty bucks a month and whatever. Yeah, it makes sense. So he comes over. Ooh, wait. He comes over, looks at it for like about a half hour. He's like our age. And I made the mistake of leaving my office door open. Because oh. he's down in the kitchen working on I'm upstairs working. Next thing I know, I hear footsteps coming up the stairs. And I'm like, what's he doing? And I turn around and he goes, hey, man, uh, you want to come down here and look at it? And I have my mic, my microphone, the, the stand that I have yeah. on, my, on my desk. And he sees it and he's like, hey, man, so what's that microphone in your room? That I saw? Is, uh, do, do you do a podcast? I was like, did you plug it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I do. He's like, what's it called? I was like, Podcastle. He's like. Always is. You know what, man? You and I should do a podcast on a podcast. <laughs> Always. This is he has three of them already. This is he, has, he has five podcasts. He's like, I just don't know how to do it. And I'm like, yeah, me neither. I don't. I play dumb. Oh, my gosh. I don't, know, I don't know how to do anything. I, I don't know what I'm doing. But I'm like, yo. And then he's yeah, talking to me away. about. He's like, what's, what's your show like? I'm like, it's it, it's stupid it's anything that we can make fun of or if we find it really interesting and take it seriously it's, it's, it's <laughs> we should do a podcast i wrote a script can you help me we should do a podcast yeah, i don't even I know don't you even know who you are oh tristan your name is printed on your t-shirt oh tristan what's your podcast about it's about rape you want to be on it just say something you know, awkward so they're like oh no, no i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good he goes we should do a podcast about how to do podcasts. Wow, like, from a guy that doesn't know. From Tristan, I mean. I was like, that's got to be the dumbest topic of all time. 
Because Why then would you that do person that? is going to stop listening to you and do their own show. Do their own show. I'm going to do my own show. That's so funny, Tristan. It's called the Microwave Cast. What would this podcast be called? Sources say Kawhi wants to leave the Spurs and go to Los Angeles. Yeah, yo. Very strange. It is strange. There's got to be some money held up there, though. They're keeping aside for him because they probably want him out here. In 2012 or 13, I can't remember, but it was when the Heat played the Spurs the second time, and the Spurs beat them in like five games. And Kawhi yeah. Leonard, Kawhi Leonard would have, was amazing. And ever since then, he never really got back to that. So I'm thinking this guy is unhandable. He's had some injuries, and I think that Spurs maybe didn't handle the injuries the right way. So he's like, yes. get me the hell out of here. He wants better treatment. He wants a little, uh, a little uh, tender spotlight. love and affection. He wants a little uh, spotlight. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's hard yeah, to right. become a star on the Spurs. Like, yeah, right. Tim Duncan, <clears throat> for as great as he was, he was so boring and hardly marketable. Yeah, he, he wants to be like another David Robinson, and that's just not going to happen. Yeah, I must be called by. Must be called by. By the way, I think David Robinson deserved a little bit more credentials than he got to. I mean, he got a ring, but it was in his last season, and it was when they got Tim Duncan, and he, it was, worked. he was basically at the end of his career. But, yeah, I mean, he was one of the best centers ever. Incredible. The Admiral. Yeah, incredible. He's really terrific, John. He's fantastic. Boston's. Ronaldo tears up record book with World <laughs> Cup hat trick. Uh, unbeknownst <sighs> to me, this came out of nowhere. The World Cup's going on right now. Yeah, I found out about it from the liquor store guy who had it blasting. And he's like, Mateo, did you watch the game today? I was like, no, not really. I had to, I had to work, but I'm glad that you have it on now because now I know that the World Cup is happening. Because U.S. isn't, isn't, isn't in it. Right. We lost, like, we had, like, 19 chances to get in, and we just kept losing. Yeah. Uh, because nobody cares. Soccer is not popular in this country. People Soccer is a sport. People going to get popular again. Well, guess what? I heard that when I was six. I was just going to say, I, I've heard that for 30 years. Yeah. It's not a sport. Soccer is a great sport. It's never a sport that will be embraced by America. We have football and baseball and basketball and hockey. There's no room for soccer. People aren't going to go to games. People like your dad and my dad aren't going to be like, hey, let's go see a Galaxy game. Right. Or It's just not going to happen. No one's, the, uh, the nostalgia, the tradition for soccer in America is very thin and spotty. I'm not a big soccer fan, but I'll tell you what, there's no better sport for someone with ADHD. You just The clock keeps rolling and you just keep moving along. Yeah, you know, there's no like score. They never score. It's a boring game. Yeah, like it's fun to like if you're in the right atmosphere and there's enough on the line in the game, right? You can really have a good time. But that takes, you know, that happens every. Four it takes years. beers. It takes a lot of a lot of Vicodins. A lot of steins. <laughs> Eagles surprise fired employee with Super Bowl ring. Did you see the Eagles' beautiful Super Bowl rings? They were plastered all over the internet today. Thanks to to you and Bob. Yeah, Bob, Bob's trying to buy one. You should start a GoFundMe. Actually, my buddy DeWitt got one. DeWitt bought an $11,000 ring? Hold on. No. I got to figure this out. So, this guy needs to join a gym before he starts spending money on that bling. What? Oh, it, it was a salesman. He ran into a salesman. Oh, my gosh. And he, he got... Can you see this? It's a little little bright. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Good for him, though. That's pretty cool, man. That The ring is beautiful, by the way. I always think of Tony Martin's ring for the Ravens. Yeah, that's amazing. We've got to have on. him on soon. We've got to have him on and talk to him about his like top five pictures because that guy watches everything because he travels all over the world. Oh, so he always has to be like passing time by doing that. Yeah, he has like 12-hour yeah, like flights all over the place. Let's dick him. And after we do that, let's get him on the show. What? Oh my gosh. It um, doesn't look like anything else interesting is going on. However, 
Kawhi Leonard, back to that. He wants to be traded from the Spurs to the Lakers. And Popovich says, no, because the Lakers are in the West. Why would I trade you over there? So then we have to compete with you all season. Fuck that. He, wait, does Popovich have the clout to deny his trading because he's not a free agent right now? And that's how that works? I don't think uh, Popovich has any sort of like legal say. I didn't think so. But, That's what I'm trying to find but, out. But, like, they're not going to do anything without his, like, okay. I mean, Right, yeah, they need the input to... He's going to be mean, like, well, here's who I will... Here's who I'll take for him. And right. Here's what, here's what teams I will not negotiate with. Frangible. Uh, the West. Yeah, you can go to Boston if you yeah. want to. You can go to Philadelphia oh. if you want to. Philadelphia's cap is shrinking with the amount of money they have for these guys in the next couple of years. They're spending a lot of money, uh, or they will be. And that's a good thing, because spend money and make money. I believe in that, and they're going to they're gonna truly be... Uh, ste- yeah, the return's going to be stepping up the game. <clears throat> Phillies got destroyed by the Brewers tonight, 13-2. to two. I saw that. At least they're not the Mets. One and eleven in their last twelve games. I'll take it. They got crushed today by uh, great or yesterday. Was it Houston? I forget who they were playing. But they got killed. They are so fun to watch. Suck ever since two thousand seven. Lo- oh yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're like they're they're awful right now. Currently, they're losing to the Diamondbacks five to two. Dodgers three nothing over the Giants. The Red Sox lead the Mariners six to three. NYY over TB, 5 nothing. Pitt over Sin, 3-2. to Win. What are we waiting for? You know what you gotta do. Do it. How do you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? You know, we gotta take And in Texas, the final Rockies over the Rangers. Yeah, yo. Nine to five, and that. I, I, I can't lie. I'm coming. Let me hear some noise. DC's in the house. Jump, jump, it's done. Give me an hour, and uh, give me a, a kombucha, and I'll be okay. I need a kombucha and a gogurt. I need a gogurt with the kombucha and a vitamin C pill, and I'm good. It's just that stupid drink that hipsters have. It's like a root drink or something. There's no, there's no beneficial qualities off, off like there. Coca-Cola. It is, and scientifically, there's no benefits health-wise from it. But people think it helps with digestion. It helps with this. It you doesn't. It helps with digestion. Cinnamon, ginger, like nat- yeah. natural roots that like are in the ground. Sick. Cup of coffee. Wawa nice coffee. Dip. A smoke. Fresh bowl. That was a disgusting sports with John Endy that I just did. I apologize, and I'll take the fine for that because. Oh. I, I got really graphic there. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, write it down. Don't, don't write it down. It's a fine each. Write it down. Before we go, though, down. John, this has been a great show. I want to give a, a very, <laughs> I want to give a very heartfelt rest in peace and God bless you oh, to uh, a good friend of your family, someone that you were a lot closer with than I was, but someone that I I, I liked very much and admired. Going to St. Jude was Mrs. Pluck, the. Uh, I guess yeah. administrative assistant, secretary, whatever you yeah. the title would be, office manager office at manager. St. Jude. At for for a long time, she passed away from cancer uh, this past week. She was a great woman. I saw her at your wedding. She was really kind. She was one of those women. Whenever I got in trouble at the office, which was a lot, mm-hmm. she was she was never judging. Like, what are you doing? It was always like, Hey, Matt, we're both going through this day together. We don't want to be here. It's a job. And or you know whatever she was very she was never she judging like all she all those didn't other talk people. to you like a child. No, no, not at all. The thing I liked about Mrs. Pluck and she knew I was lying when I said I was sick, but she just didn't care. She was just like, "Go take a nap until you're bored." <laughs> uh, your mom's not worried <laughs> oh about you. But my parents saw them. Yeah, right. Down here when they were here recently after their cruise. Uh, oh wow! They were here for a couple of days and they met them for lunch and. My mom said that Mrs. Pluck said she didn't, she wasn't feeling good, and she didn't look good. I was like, oh, no. she was like a two pack a day smoker, though. 
Yeah. That's I mean oh my gosh. three packs a day. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean that's just even if you don't have cancer, the tar is going to prevent you from breathing. Emphysema. Piled up tar. That's a lot. Yeah. Zema. Yeah. The Zema. The but Zema. Yeah, rest in Miss, Miss Peace. Mrs. Yeah. Blood. Just want to give a shout out for it. She was awesome. It was, was cool. Great. Good well, people. I forgot. Oh, did you read? Uh, I, I know you didn't, but I did. I read the transcript of Trump's press conference today. Oh my gosh. Somebody tweeted it that I follow and no one had liked it. Like she tweeted it like a second ago and I saw it and it was okay. Like, Here's the transcript of Mr. Trump's uh, press conference on the white house lawn today. So I just clicked it and I was like, let's see how this goes, dude. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. The stuff this guy says. It's amazing. He is, well, a, he is a WWF yeah. villain. Yeah. What were some of the gems? He's just, he just always says it. That's because of me and, and oh, everything's doing great because of me. It's because I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. He says those words. He's so narcissistic. It's not like a confidence. It's just like, no. I'm uh, because of trying me. to me. sound arrogant. He's such an ass. I read this morning. He said something like, uh, I hope everybody stands at attention and salutes me like they do to North Korea. It's like, stop comparing yourself with these dictators. Please. You're not going to have the parade in the streets with the missiles and the, the nukes and the tanks. And You're not the king. You're not the, the ruler. You're, you're a president, de- de- democratically elected. Stop it. Reading him try to dance around what actually the result of him and Kim meeting, other than, okay, they have a relationship. That's That's fine. I'm... I'm all for that. Uh, however, it is scary. It always is scary. In all the TV shows, scary. when you become friends with the bad guy, it usually turns on you because he's the bad oh, guy. Oh, yeah. He's the bad guy. There's a reason this is all happening. Tigers don't change their stripes. They don't change the stripes. That's our show tonight, everybody. Tweet us. Snap us. At the underscore podcast. Check out John on Twitter at JDH272PSU and uh, on Instagram. We are the Podcastle. Like us on Facebook. From the gentleman in charge of the transcriptions of not only Kim Jong-un and President Trump's coordinated speech, but also finding out a way to bring more caps to the Sixers, Mr. Jonathan Asinger, to the man in charge of drinking a six-pack tonight and throwing up a little bit in his mouth and pretending it didn't happen because he has mints in the other pocket. Matthew Clark, thank you so much for listening to the Podcastle Nerd 35. And good night, everybody. Trust the FDLE, no idea. The state's crime rate is the lowest since Florida began keeping statistics 47 years ago and Ooh. dropped 4.5% compared to 2016. Is that because the majority of that population is now 100 years old? <laughs> <laughs>